History, economics, the great works of literature, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution. Did you study these things in school? Probably not. Or even if you did, like I did, maybe it's time for a refresher. Time and technology have changed a lot of things, but they have not changed basic fundamental truths about the world and our place in it as America. That's why I'm so excited that Hillsdale College is offering more than 40 free online courses in the most important and enduring subject. You can learn about the works of C.S. Lewis, the stories in the book of Genesis, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution, the rise and fall of the Roman Republic, or the history of the ancient Christian church with Hillsdale College's online courses, all available for free. That's right, you heard me, for free. You don't get anything free in the Biden economy today. I personally recommend you sign up for the American Citizenship and its Decline. It's with my good friend, the great historian, Victor Davis Hanson. In this eight-lecture course, VDH, as I like to call him, explores the history of citizenship in the West and the threats it faces today. Threats like the erosion of the middle class, the disappearance of our borders, the growth of an unaccountable deep state, and the rise of globalist organizations. The course is self-paced so that you can start whenever and wherever. So start your free course, American Citizenship and Its Decline, with my good friend, Victor Davis Hanson, today. How do you do that? Go right now to hillsdale.edu slash justnews to start. It's free and it's easy to get started and it's an easy URL to remember. All you got to do, go to hillsdale.edu slash justnews. One more time, hillsdale.edu slash justnews. Hello, America, and happy Monday. A busy weekend. It was a dramatic, temporary, what looked like a coup or certainly a disagreement between the Wagner Group and Vladimir Putin in Russia raised alarm across the globe. Obviously, that's settled down today. Vladimir Putin slapping back at the head of the paramilitary organization known as the Wagner Group. And a lot of heartburn, I think, is the word to use around the world that maybe there was something destabilizing about to occur in Russia. It didn't. But the fallout is still being felt. We've got a great first guest, Fred Fleiss, one of the great national security experts in the world, former chief of staff to the National Security Council under President Trump. And before that, a longtime CIA analyst with great respect around the country. He's going to referee not only that, but so much more, including the revelations about the Joe Biden and Hunter Biden scandal, which we now have so much more information about. Why is that important? Why, why do I say that? Because right now, at this moment, at this point, I want to ask this question to people. If you were the CIA and you were vetting Joe Biden to be an employee or you're the FBI or the National Security Council, could Joe Biden get a national security clearance given all we know about what his family was doing to shake money down from Ukraine to China and having relationships with Russian oligarchs, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera? Stay tuned for that answer. I think Fred Flights will give a provocative answer on that. I, I'm just guessing. We have a lot of other news I want to cover today. But first, let me give you the rest of the lineup. There are polls out today showing Donald Trump's lead is growing, that a majority, a large majority of Americans believe the Justice Department is interfering in the election, that Joe Biden is too old to be president. That number has gone way up. Those are really major findings. Also, people thinking that the mandates to have electric vehicles before the grid is ready, not a good idea as well. In the second half, we're going to have one of the country's greatest pollsters and political strategists, John McLaughlin. Yes, he works for Trump, but he's also worked for many other politicians worldwide. He has an unparalleled record of success. He's going to join us to make sense of what the American public may be telling 
telling us on all of these polls that have been coming out over the last few weeks. Very insightful stuff going on. All right. And then uh, one story I want to point out because I think it's very important. Actually, two stories. One of them picks up a theme that we first started on this show last Thursday, that there was a government-wide effort to protect Joe Biden and to sully up Donald Trump. I have a story out today that really gives all of the timeline, tricky track data that really backs up. It's a very big statement to make, but it is substantiated by the facts. The Justice Department, the IRS, the FBI, the U.S. Attorney's offices, the intelligence community, former and retirees or retirees of the intelligence community all played a role in protecting Joe Biden and harming Donald Trump's reelection efforts going back to 2016 with Russia collusion, the 2020 statement on the laptop, the repeated efforts to refuse charges, search warrants, tactics, interviews by the Justice Department, U.S. Attorney's offices, all laying into that. Check that story out. It puts a lot more detail and just shows you how extensive the thumb on the scale was by the United States government and many agencies, not just one, many, many agencies. All right. A second story I want to point out. Over the weekend, I obtained a memo. It's a memo that the IRS agent Gary Shapley wrote that lays out exactly when the FBI corroborated the laptop. And just like I've been reporting, just like Sean Hannity quotes me and affirms me saying, it is true that the FBI first affirmed that this laptop was Hunter Biden's in November when they got the Apple ID from the laptop. And by the spring of 2020, they were beginning to exploit it because they had a high degree of confidence the laptop had not been tampered with, meaning it had not had data added or removed from it to hijack it. Even prosecutors felt comfortable with the laptop. Despite that, they didn't use some of the most important evidence on the laptop to pursue the most serious charges against Hunter Biden. All that is in the second story. So two stories out. Go check that memo out and go check out the story about the government's thumb on the scale. They're all very important stuff. All right. We're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, our exclusive interview with former CIA analyst, former chief of staff to the National Security Council, Fred Flights, after this. You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in Lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, add Lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code justnews15. That's the promo code justnews15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a healthcare provider. Folks, if you get your wallet stolen or your cell phone or your car, we know what it is. It's old-fashioned theft. It's crime. We know it. Criminals now have a new way to steal our most valuable asset, our homes. Older Americans are most vulnerable to these types of thefts, and that's because they more often own their homes outright. An 88-year-old Florida woman recently discovered that scammers forged her signature, created a fake deed to her home, and then took her property. Those who buy a property from a deed theft scammer often become victims as well. What can you do to protect yourself? It's simple. 
My good friends at Home Title Lock provide the premier detection technology to protect your home and its title. The instant they detect an activity or something suspicious, they mobilize to help shut it down. We won't know a thief took us off our title until it's too late. That's why Title Lock jumps into action right away. The titles to all our homes are easily found online. A criminal or renter, even a family member, can simply forge your signature on a home sale form, then he or she refiles as the new owner, and bam, your home is not in your name, and all of a sudden, debts are being taken out against it. That's why Home Title Lock is my choice. Find out for free when you use my code JUSTNEWS at sign up. You'll get a free comprehensive scan of your home's title and 30 days of legendary Home Title Lock protection free. So go to HomeTitleLock.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's the promo code JUSTNEWS at HomeTitleLock.com. Go there today. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. I'm always excited to have this next guy on. When he comes and speaks, he speaks from an extraordinary three-decade experience in the intelligence community. One of the good guys who strives to get intelligence right, not because of politics, but because of the facts and intelligence before him. Joining us right now, the former chief of staff to the National Security Council, before that, a longtime CIA analyst, and truly one of the nation's best intelligence experts, our good friend, Fred Flights. Fred, great to have you back on the show. Hey, John, good to be here. I want to start with this weekend, because when we woke up Saturday morning, there clearly was a moment of crisis in the world. The Wagner Group chief, Prigozhin, marching on Moscow. Looks like Vladimir Putin looked weak in that moment. First, what was behind this, as best we can tell? And what is the short and long-term consequences of having such a high-profile rebellion against Putin? Well, let's first put aside some of the crazier theories that this was staged by Putin. It was not staged by Putin. This hurt Putin badly, hurt his reputation. It hurt his leadership. But there are actually people on Fox saying that. Don't listen to that. Yeah, that doesn't match anything I've heard. Yep. Um, This is the kind of thing that happens when a war is not going well. People start fighting with each other. Fingers are being pointed. The, the, The Wagner group is angry. They weren't getting the weapons they needed to fight. The Russian military didn't like the way the Wagner group was fighting. Uh, and I, we don't know whether this is a, a bona fide attempt, a coup attempt by uh, Prigozhin as he was marching on, on, on Moscow. Did he think that Russian soldiers and generals are going to join him? Or was this a gesture to send a message to Putin? We, we just don't know yet. We don't know why it stopped. Now, we, we've heard reports that the president of Belarus negotiated an agreement to stop this. But right. my friend Pete Hoekstra, chairman of the House Intelligence Committee, he's a fan of yours, John. Um, we've been talking to say, how do we know that China didn't play a role That's here? Right. China sells weapons to the Wagner Group. China doesn't want to see the spectacle of Russian soldiers fighting each other. That would play into the hands of the United States yeah. in Beijing's view. So there's a lot that we don't know about what happened here. I couldn't agree more with you. China is the one people, no one's talking about it, but I hear a lot about it today of people saying, hey, there's probably some other fingers in this cup of tea that we don't know about yet stirring it. When you look at this now, we know that most Putin critics have not fared well after they've taken a shot at him. Uh, is Progoshin's life in danger given the history that Vladimir Putin has, or is this guy close enough to Vladimir Putin that he gets a pass on this? You know, it could be that the, the, the longtime friendship and relationship is why the two men decided to call it off. Right. That's one theory I've been hearing people say. Uh, another theory is that uh, this deal for Prigozhin, uh 
of, of amnesty, it's it's an it's an agreement in name only, and Putin plans to kill him, probably to poison him. That's right. the way Putin deals with his political enemies. Sure so, if I was Prigozhin, I'd have a food tester, <laughs> and I'd have a personal guard uh, wherever I went. Yeah, no, I think that's exactly right. There's been an interesting sort of playing out of today. First, Prigozhin saying, I wasn't trying to overthrow Putin. I was just trying to get the military's attention. And Putin doesn't mention it. He acts like it's a normal day when he has his uh, address today or his statement today. Is that a sign that maybe things really have cooled down? I think Putin needs this to go away. Now, he yeah. called Prigozhin a traitor. He did. On he Friday did. or Saturday. And uh, now... Prigozhin is saying the right thing. He didn't want to uh, overthrow Putin. Whether that's true or not, we don't know. This is a huge boon for Ukraine yeah. and for the efforts by Ukraine to score a real win in this counteroffensive. I didn't think they were going to score a real win. I thought their gains would be fairly modest because the Russians are so well dug in. Right. They've laid minefields. They've laid traps for tanks. But look, the morale of the Russian military is going to be hurt here. Will this cause Russian generals to to quit? Uh, it, it's going to have to hurt the ability of the Russian military, and it may be it may lead to some huge wins by Ukraine. Yeah, and this is also a moment in the past, in history past where the CIA and the U.S. often can find defectors, right? A moment of this great discomfort, some of the generals getting demoralized. I assume those sort of efforts are underway of trying to get maybe intel or defectors to further weaken Putin. Is that the typical thing that the agency and other spy agency would try to do at this moment? Well, I mean, our intelligence agencies are always oh, standing yeah. by for anyone who wants <laughs> to approach them. I don't want to talk about intelligence operations or the CIA, but I will say this. I was pretty disgusted when I heard the administration saying, oh, we had intelligence that this was going to happen. Oh I don't God. want to know that. I know. I don't want our government shocked. to know what intelligence they have on our enemies. Yeah. The administration does this all the time. They want to show the world how smart they are, yep. how they're on top of things. That's not the purpose of intelligence. I agree. It is shocking. And we've seen this time and again, all the way through the um, the early preempt, the efforts to preempt the Russian uh, invasion number two of Ukraine. They were leaking every piece of intelligence. And, I can, and then more recently leaking intelligence on the sabotage. Uh, it's as though intelligence isn't intelligence. It's stage props for whatever political thing they do. I've never seen an administration use super secret intelligence the way that Jake Sullivan and the team seems to be doing it. What message does it send to allies and enemies alike? I think it's really bad, and it's worse in this administration than others. Yeah. But this went on in the Obama administration. Remember when they, right. they leaked the details of the, of the raid that killed Osama bin Laden, right. the source who helped us do that? He's in jail now because Democrat staffers at the NSC decided to blab on how we pulled that off. Uh, the, the Democrats have, a, and there's other things the Obama administration leaked, they have a history of using intelligence uh, to, for political gain. They don't understand that when they leak this material, Lives might be lost. Intelligence systems that we spend billions of dollars to develop may suddenly be rendered ineffective. And, and I mean, this administration, they simply have no sense in terms of national security. So I think this will keep going on. Yeah, no, I think you're right. And it comes at the expense of our, our great men and women on the front lines and their assets in the field, which get compromised every Every time someone opens their mouth about something so so sensitive, there is a lot else going on. I, I want to handicap the next few months. Obviously, Ukraine gets.
gets a morale boost, but they still have to win on the battlefield. Uh, if the Wagner group is actually sidelined to some degree, because it seems like it's going to be sidelined without their leader, uh, Russia doesn't make me even be weaker in its military strategy. It's blundered a lot, but the Wagner group, I think, has created some uh, benefit to the, the military. If they're on the sidelines, does this change the equation a little bit? Well, the Wagner Group is not involved in defending against the current counteroffensive. They had right. pulled out some time That's ago. Right. And it could be it's not going to make a difference, that the Russians are dug in well enough that it will be hard for Ukraine to score the kind of massive military victory that will be considered a success and could be used to put great pressure on Putin to negotiate. But look, uh, Putin blinked concerning this, this attempted coup. It, 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 I'm hoping it indicates that there's some potential that he'll blink and agree to join peace talks or some type of of of, uh, of, of temporary at least ceasefire. Right. We have to get the Ukrainians to get there too. Uh, I'm I just live in hope. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think uh, the world who lives in hope because the, the longer this goes on, the the longer both sides lose enormous human casualties and Putin stays in power, which doesn't help any of us really in the in the world at large. Um, I want to switch to another topic. There was a report dumped on Friday night by the Biden administration where the intelligence community, I think, gave a mixed message. We still haven't decided which way the coronavirus emerged, but they kind of tried to put a little bit more gas on the idea that it evolved from nature. But then in the report, they provided a lot of things that actually contradicted that. Your assessment, was this a political report or was this a good faith uh, intelligence analysis? It was a political report. And don't you got to love Intel Committee Chairman, Congressman Mike Turner. I do. He said, I just asked for the information from the IC. I don't care what you think. I just want the information to be declassified. He already knows what they think. That's right. He doesn't need to spin it some more. That's what they decided to do. They weren't told to give another assessment nope. that backs up their previous bogus assessment that this didn't come from a lab. But the intelligence community is determined to keep pushing that line. I think the intel is in a classified annex. I don't think they released that. No, and isn't didn't. it interesting that this comes out on a Friday evening? Isn't that interesting? Yeah. We've seen this roadshow of political uh, dumps all through the last 20 years, and this is a classic example of that. I want to turn to another issue that's very important now, and and uh, and that is how much we're learning about the Biden family business and the fact that Joe Biden almost certainly met, in fact, according to the testimony of one of Joe Biden's friends, he did meet with the Chinese trying to press them to do a deal with his son. There is the text message where the son's using his father, whether Joe Biden's there or not, it's clear he's using his father as leverage. This must look very unseemly to the world, although maybe the world already knew what the Bidens are up to, but having this out and open can't benefit the Biden administration's ability to negotiate regularly with other countries now, right? I don't know how much longer the mainstream media can keep ignoring this. What what were the Chinese buying with the $10 million they sent to members of the Biden family that were sent to, sent to Shell LLC companies? Right. What were the Chinese buying when they sent tens of millions to the Penn Biden Center, where Joe Biden was being paid $900,000 a year? And I think Blinken was being paid a million as as the uh, right. director of that center. What, what goods or services did they have that was worth that money? They were buying influence. They were buying influence from a potential future president. And as we see the incompetence of Biden's policy towards China, it's becoming uh, increasingly hard to ignore the fact that in some way, Biden seems to be compromised or influenced by this money, by this influence that the Chinese Communist Party bought from him and his family. 
Yeah, it really is very troubling. And it, it makes you, even even if Joe Biden didn't do the things, they've created a scenario now that most people say, I'm not sure Joe Biden did that decision on China for the right or wrong reason, the, the balloon, anything else. You well, have this can doubt. I, yeah. Can I put it this way? Please. If, if, he, if Joe Biden was applying for a job in the CIA, he wouldn't get a clearance. That's a great point. Given all these ethical conflicts and payments from China. Yeah. Because there would be the concern that he might be compromised. He wouldn't be allowed to work for the CIA. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. We're going to have a whole lot more with Fred Flights right after these messages. Hey, folks, it's John Solomon here. Today, I want to shine a light on AMAC, an organization who's dedicated to America's seniors, but is vital for conservatives of all ages. AMAC stands out by not only advocating for senior issues, but also by pushing for conservative values that affect us all. By joining, you're not just supporting our senior citizens, you're part of a movement defending the freedoms that made this country great and to ensure that we secure our nation's future. Plus, membership brings you exclusive benefits like discounts on travel, dining, and entertainment, and of course, special insurance rates, one of the things I like. Regardless of your age, if you're driven to preserve freedom, AMAC welcomes you. This is about uniting youthful vigor with the wisdom of experience and our quest to keep this country great. Sign up now for amac.us slash justnews. And for a limited time, you get a free gift membership for someone else who shares your love for our great nation. Don't miss out on this chance to make a difference from AMAC. Join today at amac.us slash justnews. That's amac.us slash justnews and extend the invitation to a friend or family member for free. What a great opportunity. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. I want to go to my favorite 51 intelligence experts. I love the intelligence community. And, <laughs> and I have, over the 30 years of reporting, found so many noble, great people that defend this country and keep us safe with things we'll never hear about. But the letter that those 51 wrote, which you harshly criticized at the time and every day since, it looks all the more of a folly with the document that got released last Thursday by the House Ways and Means Committee. There is a memo summarizing how the FBI authenticated the Hunter Biden laptop. And it shows that in November 19, they had confirmed that this was the laptop that uh, Hunter Biden had uh, owned. It matched his Apple ID number. They then did full document exploitation and digital metadata exploitation and concluded that nothing had been altered on it, that it really was Hunter Biden's um, uh, laptop. And then in some cases, they were able to corroborate uh, emails from other sources. So they, the prosecution team and 
the FBI and the IRS all had significant confidence. This was a, a unadulterated Hunter Biden laptop. And then after all that happened, 51 guys led by Mike Morrell come out and try to mislead the American people. This has to be embarrassing to those 51, right? I mean, if you're thinking of hiring one of those 51 now, you're probably a little bit uncertain about their skill set, aren't you? They're not embarrassed. None of them have apologized. Some of them have doubled down because they did it out of their hatred for Trump. They did. They knew this wasn't true. That's right. And if you if you corner them, not one of them expresses regret. Not one of them wishes that they hadn't done it. They did this because they wanted to stop Trump from being reelected. They forgot why they are intelligence officers. The American First Policy Institute. We have a new initiative to try to hold former intelligence officers in line who do this kind of thing. They have their free speech rights, but we have this initiative. If they do things like this, they will not allow be allowed to hold security clearances. And a lot of them have security clearances and are making huge amounts of money, some of them millions, yeah. as contractors for intelligence and defense agencies. Well, if you use your intelligence profession to mislead the American people, to influence the outcome of a presidential election, you are not entitled to have a security clearance. Yeah, uh, that's such a great point. And it, it, that sort of penalty is exactly what needs to be happening. A lot of members of Congress I've talked to in the last couple of weeks say, hey, they're in on that. They think that's a good thing. All right, you can have your free speech, but give up your security clearance if you're going to mislead the American people using the credentials they paid for you to get um, uh, to get your job and to get that uh, exactly. trust. It's, it's exactly. just remarkable. How big a deal? You, you've been in this town a long time. You've seen presidents come and go, vice presidents come and go, uh, congresses come and go. How big a deal is the Biden scandal? You said it. The media is actually, they're having a hard time ignoring it. In fact, they're starting not to ignore it. I get a lot of uh, calls from reporters that in 2019 called me a crackpot. Now they realize we were all right. Um, how uh, big a deal could this be to the future of the uh, Biden presidency if a few more shoes drop on this? I, I don't think it's going to stop the Biden presidency. I don't think the media will hold Biden accountable. I don't think the Justice Department or the FBI will bother to investigate it. There's not going to be a special counsel. I think this will continue, and the American people will have to render judgment in the 2024 election. We have a media that's so biased and so determined to keep Republicans out of office, out of the presidency, they will not look at this objectively, even though, you know, there are there are alarm bells going off. This is such a serious matter. You know, the the 10 or 20 percent for the big guy. We know who the big guy is now, That's even right. though CNN and MSNBC <laughs> yeah. won't admit it. They seem to be the only ones that have some doubt about it. Uh, I, there's something extraordinary about this moment. There was a poll that came out from Harvard Harris uh, done by Mark Penn, a very respected pollster, he used to work for Bill Clinton, comes out of the Democratic Party. And it found that 56 percent of American voters now believe that the government has been intervening in our elections. And that ranges from everything from, you know, the 51 intelligence analysts to the Justice Department and others. It's sort of extraordinary that in a a, a American media ecosystem where the legacy media won't report on it, people are learning, absorbing and processing it and beginning to take it into account in their electoral choices. What does that say? Is, Is the media in America changing a little bit? I think it's changing. Look, there's other media. There's your podcast. There's yeah. Newsmax. Yeah. Uh, there, there's the Washington Times. There's Fox News. Americans, are, most Americans are not watching CNN and MSNBC. They're watching other news stations that are more interesting. And I think this message is getting out. And now we have a Republican House. Members are talking about this all the time. And it's it, the, the mainstream media, the liberal elite, they just can't snuff this story out. 
Yeah, it's amazing. They've chosen not to. I mean, now it's a matter of embarrassment. I, I've literally had reporters call me from very large institutions. I worked with a couple of them. I helped CBS on the IRS agent story before they broke that story alongside of me. But they've all come to me. This is what they say. They say this really amazing thing. Uh, we kind of got this wrong and we want to get right. And my answer is, well, if you're going to get right, just admit you're wrong. Like, no, 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 no. We're just going to write new stories and pretend like the past didn't happen. And I find that so fascinating in the conversations that I've had with some of the organizations that, that are out there. But the American people are so much more perceptive now. And I think that's for 2024, that's going to be a really interesting dynamic. Some of the things they were forced to believe in 2020 by fear and other things, they now know wasn't the case, whether it's the pandemic, Joe Biden. Do you think 2024 is a different type of election, a, a sort of election where Americans take a, a broader look, not just at the issues of the moment, but, but maybe where the country's been heading the last five, six, seven years? I think so, because this country's in such bad shape. Our economy, energy, our national security is a catastrophe. People know how much worse our security is now, that the threat from China, the war in Ukraine, these all happened on Biden's watch. That's right. What worries me is that Biden won't debate. Because I don't think Biden has an answer to most of these questions. And it wouldn't surprise me if he comes up with an excuse. He just won't go up on a debate stage. Because if it is Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis or or some of the other uh, candidates running, I I think they will simply uh, put him through the ringer with with a series of questions about his incredible, incompetent administration. Yeah. Yeah, it really, it really is a record that it defies expectation. And we saw that on Friday when the White House press secretary literally just walked out of the room because she didn't want to answer hard questions that are legitimate questions. I listen. A lot of times, I criticize the press. The question that the mainstream news media, where I used to work for thirty years, asked on Friday were the right questions. Three or four years delayed, and our press secretary just walked out of the room, wouldn't answer them. Really, can, can I tell you? Can I tell you one thing? Please. You know, the classified documents were found in Biden's Penn Center office and in his home and in his um, in, in another location. But the documents in his in his garage, the documents in his home were taken from his Senate yep. office. Yep. Well, no, they were taken from a secure office in the Capitol. That's Joe right. Biden had to bring them home. Those were packed away by staffers. He had to remove them from a from a room where, you, where classified information is whole, where you're not allowed to remove it. Joe yeah. Biden stole those classified documents, and they were in his house probably for decades. That's right. The media won't talk about that. No, no, they won't. How did that stuff get into his office? Yeah, and and there's an amazing moment in the IRS thing where they were actually going to get a search warrant. They met the probable cause standard in 2020 to get a search warrant for Joe Biden's house. They might have actually found the documents, and the Justice Department not only nixes it, even though they acknowledge that the agents met the probable cause standard, they also tip off Hunter Biden, hey, they're trying to get into your house to look for things. Uh, I just never saw anything like that in all my years of covering law enforcement, that overt, uh, not only turning down something that was lawful to do, but then tipping off the, the potential target, which, you know, is almost unheard of in, in America. And then his attorneys yes. went through the documents they before they were turned over. And they took him to Boston, some of them. Yeah. And and let's stipulate the documents of Mar-a-Lago. They weren't packed by Donald Trump. That's they right. were packed by his staff. That's right. And most of these boxes were mementos and photos yep. and, and, and clothing. I mean, half of one sealed. box may have had some classified documents. And the media right. just won't talk about no, that. No, they won't. No, and most of them were sealed. In fact, I think they were all sealed. They hadn't been opened since uh, the time yeah. that they, it's just, it's just extraordinary. Last question for you, because I think there's going to be a lot of uh, developments on this front over the next 
uh, uh, several weeks. I think a lot of people are wondering, well, where does this go next? As you look out at uh, the relationship with China, there is this extraordinary number of Chinese men coming across as illegal aliens across the border seeking asylum. They can't leave China without an exit visa. Uh, it's up to eight or 10,000 in the last year, which is unprecedented by in number. Do you think that China is using some sort of covert operation to take advantage of that border? It is possible for Chinese citizens to leave China without an exit visa. That's true. They yeah. could they could flee illegally across right. other borders. But you're right to get out legally, they have to have an exit visa. The China Chinese government has to let them leave. I think it's a real concern that China is taking advantage of our porous border that Biden is deliberately not defending to infiltrate our country yeah. with uh, possible agents. My friend Gordon Chang, I'm sure you've talked to Gordon Chang. He will speak to you at length about this. It's a yes. big deal to him. So this this. Uh, unsecure border. It's not simply a, a threat from you know, possible criminals and others from S- South America. There are people from a variety of countries, not just China, right. who I think are sneaking in. Oh, there's no doubt. You just look at the, the roll call of countries. It's nearly every country in the world has snuck someone in now. Uh, Fred, it is always an honor to have you on this show. We always get an honest assessment. And we, when we, in you, we get to see the intelligence community. We all know and respect, even if we have a few actors today that have hijacked it. Uh, it's always great to look at a real pro like you and understand how most of the uh, profession works. It's uh, Thank you for joining us today. Thank you, John. Good to be here. with you. All right, folks, when we come back from the commercial break, John McLaughlin, one of the great pollsters. He works for Donald Trump. He's worked for many major political candidates worldwide and in this country. He's going to try to make sense of these polls, all the new poll data out right after these messages. Folks, Factors, delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved Meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, plus veggie, and so much more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutritional packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious and easy. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. If you're like me and have a busy schedule that the last thing you want to worry about is what to eat or having to go to the grocery store, Factor makes it easy as they are flexible to your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Plus, Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, usually in just two minutes. So there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Head to factormeals.com slash justnews50 and use the promo code justnews50 to get 50% off. That's the code justnews50 at factormeals.com. One more time, factormeals.com slash justnews50. Use the justnews50 code and you will get 50% off your first order. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, 
you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group. Text Just News to 989898 right now. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. As I mentioned at the top of the show, there are some fascinating polling data points coming out. Many of them seem to defy the conventional wisdom of politics and the Carl Roves and people that are on TV every day. But for those who are actually been watching the sentiments of the public, really, since Donald Trump came down the escalator in 2015, the current sentiments are not surprising at all. And I want to bring in someone whose skill at measuring public sentiment and also translating it into political uh, successes is really unparalleled in the profession. Joining me right now, the one and only John McLaughlin. John, great to have you back on the show. John, it's a pleasure to be back here as a as a listener and follower. Uh, I read your Just the News every day. Uh, that's where I got my substance to write the poll question. Oh, that's so great to hear. <laughs> Thank I, you. Because then I know it's true. Then I know it's true. We've been blessed. We've got a good team, and I think people are, are looking now for facts. They've got enough spin. They just want facts. They'll make up their own mind, and that's always been our goal, which is not to make people's minds up, just to give them the right information. And it's an honor and humbling to hear you say that. John, I want to ask you about the polls because I think there are three or four dynamics that no matter what poll you read, from Quinnipiac to Harvard Harris to your great poll to Gallup, there seems to be some extraordinary forces on it. I want to start first off with the popularity of or the approval of Joe Biden as a president when it comes to economic and security and other issues. Um, not strong for a president two years into his term. No. And, and, uh, uh, this this last national poll that we put out on uh, uh, June 20th, and our national poll of a thousand likely voters. Again, these are people we know are voters. They tell us they're likely to vote in the national elections, and uh, they, and it's modeled after the 2020 turnout, which Joe Biden won. So this poll has more Biden 2020 voters than Trump voters. And full disclosure, I do do polling for the Trump campaign, but uh, but 67 percent of all voters in this poll said the country's on the wrong track. And when we asked them about the uh, top issue, they told us that economic issues were the top 46%. Specifically, they mentioned inflation, 23%. Social issues were only 29 and uh, security issues were only 12 because the, it's such an economic dominant election where 51% of the voters, regardless of what the economists tell us, they say we're in a recession. And it's, a, and it's an inflation recession because 84% said they've been negatively impacted by inflation. 44% of Americans to the point where they're having trouble getting basic necessities. So that's, that's, that's real impact where when you ask why they're voting for Trump and in the same poll, again, it's likely voters. So only 41% approved the job that Biden's doing, 56 disapproved. And you know, that's where that's a reservoir of votes for the Republicans. It is. Pocketbook issues become so difficult if you're the incumbent president in a 
unfavorable economy. And that's, I think Joe Biden is right there. He's in that Jimmy Carter space of rising interest rates, rising inflation and uh, rising dissatisfaction. The second part of the Biden equation, I think, is becoming really, really strongly out and open now. It was whispered in 2020, but mostly because he ran a basement campaign and we didn't see him in action every day. But it's a, it's about two thirds of Americans really have doubts that Joe Biden has the stamina and physical and mental capability to still be president for another term. How devastating is that when that's set out and open now? It's now thought. It isn't just something in the back of your mind. Um, it, it's not as devastating as one thinks compared to the corruption issues. I mean, in this poll, the ironic part was we did this poll right after President Trump got indicted again by Joe Biden's Justice Department. And Trump actually gained from our last month poll where he was leading Biden in the general election, 49-44. Now, in 2020, during the election, in October during the election, when we did a battleground state poll, we asked, what do you like least about Joe Biden? Uh, we had the number one answer among Biden voters was he was too old. The number one answer among Trump voters was that he was corrupt. And the ironic part was on Election Day, we did a question for uh, Media Research Center in 2020 on Election Day, where the, if they were aware of the Hunter Biden laptop uh, and all that, you know, scandal. And. 36% of the Biden voters said they were not aware. And if they had been aware, enough would have changed to change the outcome of the election. So you're seeing, you're writing about it, you're covering it, the implications here. The ironic part about the indictments now that are coming down from the, from the Biden Justice Department is that Republicans get it. I mean, in our Iowa Trump poll that we took on June 12th of uh, 500 likely caucus goers, 62% of the Iowa caucus voters thought that Joe Biden had ordered the indictments and only 25% disapproved. And the other part about it is, right, and, and after the Biden Bragg indictment happened back on April 1st, 82% of all the voters were aware of that indictment in the country. The ironic part is we did a poll at the end of May and we asked, this was right after the House Republicans revealed the banking wires from China into uh, into into the Biden family, and only fifty five percent were aware of that the Bidens got money from communist China. If they were aware of it, they voted for Trump sixty to thirty three. If they were not aware of it, they voted for Biden fifty two thirty three. So the mainstream media no longer covers the Biden family. They cover up for the Biden family. So to your question about age, yeah, nobody likes the fact that he's too old and it's a really unsecure time with the economy and Russia and Ukraine at war and China, et cetera. Everybody feels that the guys, that Biden's too old. However, the, the cutting issue that would end Biden's uh, political fortune is if the, he was tied to communist China with these payoffs and the money. And because now his policies are putting America at risk. And by the way, in that same poll that we did in the end of May, we said if they were aware of the fact that Hunter Biden's clients from communist China had given the Biden Penn Center, the University of Pennsylvania, $105 million, which we, as I said, we read these articles and that's how we shape questions. So if the Biden family or not the Biden family, the Biden Penn Center got $105 million from Hunter Biden's clients. The voters then vote for Donald Trump 49 
to 37. It's a 12-point lead. That's the issue that, and you're seeing President Trump go after this issue now, too. And you're seeing, you know, I saw last week that uh, even the White House press corps gave Biden's press secretary a hard time about the cover-ups on, you know, the, 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 the millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. And it hasn't really gone on yet because, I mean, as President Trump says, you know, I mean, if it was him and his family the other way around, it would be headline news, et cetera. Now, you know, you're looking at a situation where, uh, you know, these things happen. I told Donald Trump, I said to the president earlier this year, I said, because we've had him leading in the polls over Joe Biden among likely voters ever since Biden surrendered to Afghanistan. Uh, when he did that, Trump went ahead and I said to Trump, I said, they're going to indict you because the crime you've committed is you're leading Joe Biden in the polls and they have to stop you from beating Joe Biden. And it's on the real clear politics average. It's a dead heat right now. But you've got polls like the Harvard Harris poll, which is Mark, Mark Penn. And again, the polls in the real clear politics average are registered voters. They're not likely voters. There's a difference. Some of those voters will not vote. Trump is even stronger among the likely voters because his people are passionate. Yep. And and so you've got Trump up, you know, he's up six points in the in the Harvard Harris poll that Mark Penn, who is uh, Hillary Clinton's pollster, has. You have a uh, you have a you know you have a, a tie in the uh, uh, in the Yahoo News poll. You have a uh, you have a uh, another poll that was with the one that Shockley was done a while back, a, little, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, ABC, Washington Post had Trump ahead. And Rasmussen reports that is the only one on the real clear politics average that does likely voters. They have Trump ahead of Biden, 45-39. So, um, so it, it, there's real momentum to win the general election over Joe Biden for Donald Trump because there's real buyer's remorse about how, I mean, how corrupt and bad a president Joe Biden has been. But on the other hand, it's really... Uh, it's gutted the DeSantis campaign because, uh, like in that, no, and and I can't get. Well, the premise he has no message. The premise that he got in was he could win and Trump couldn't. Well, that's not true. And so we've seen Ron DeSantis in a multi-candidate field where in January we had Trump at forty-two and DeSantis at thirty-one and Mike Pence at five. We've seen that multi-candidate field now go to fifty-one for Trump, nineteen for DeSantis. Um, uh, uh, you know, uh, and and then we've seen the one-on-one with Trump against DeSantis, where it was 52-40 in January. It's now Trump 68-32. So, uh, I mean, he 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 has no message. And now, if anything, Republicans are looking and saying, you know, all of the attacks on Donald Trump are going to help Joe Biden. And why is he doing this? And the conservatives are coming back to him when, like in the in the Iowa poll that. Uh, that that we did that I mentioned earlier, you know, Tim Scott has gone from 1% at the end of uh, April to 9% in June. And he's now, you know, getting some traction among the moderate, somewhat conservative wing of the party that DeSantis, I think was taken for granted that he would ha- have them as an anti-Trump vote and he's fading and Trump sucking up conservatives, pro-life voters ag households in Iowa. I mean, I mean, Donald Trump is, is the real deal. And he, and he's really working hard that he wants, he wants to win this election. 
I'll tell you the thing that I think is moving. This is from talking to voters. When I get outside of Washington, I get to talk to real people, and it's always so refreshing. The thing that voters have noticed about Donald Trump, even though they've known him for now seven, eight years in the political sense, they've known him before that in the TV Hollywood sense, they say that he has had so much substance in this 2024 campaign that these little five-minute videos, they're noticing him, they see ideas, and even if they don't agree with every idea, they really appreciate someone who's putting ideas on the table and not rhetoric or spin or ad hominem attacks. They love that substance. There's some interesting findings in the in the Harvard poll, and I think in your poll as well, and a couple other polls, the preference for Trump-infused Republican policies, low taxes and giving parents rights and those things, way higher than the Democrats. In fact, almost at historical highs for preferences for what I would call Trump-Republican policy. That's got to be a big factor that we've not seen in prior elections. Uh, you're exactly right. Plus, you have he, he not just Trump not just has the experience of being president and the, and the desire to reimplement the policies that we knew were growing the economy with his tax cuts that secured our border that uh, you know that basically uh, uh, made us safer in the world so that Iran, China, North Korea, they, uh, Russia, they weren't going to. Uh, due to anything that would get Donald Trump and the United States upset, because if they didn't respect us, they certainly feared us. But the other part about it that that's really important about those policies, he's going to come back and he's going to be a better president where he learned from his mistakes. And I mean, what's unbelievable is no other president could have withstood what he has withstood with two fake impeachments. The Russian collusion thing with the campaign never happened. Uh, the idea that the idea that they've gone through his business, they've, they've, the House Ways and Means released his taxes. They didn't find anything wrong. They've been they the the DC establishment, um, you know, took a took a major hit when Donald Trump was elected president. They don't want it ever to happen again. And instead, the heartland of America wants him back because we're tired of the DC establishment exploiting the middle class and the working men and women in this country. So uh, so they get it. I mean, they, they, they look at it that the Justice Department and the FBI has been weaponized to go after Trump. The majority of voters are concerned that, you know, if, they, if you can prosecute Trump and, and the political opponents, they think an average citizen can be prosecuted. And now you've got an FBI or an IRS that's fully weaponized, and you've you got all these agents. I mean... They're not just after Donald Trump. They're basically after the, the men and women who make this country work. And, and it's it's really bad. But it's fueling Donald Trump's voter support. And, it's and it, you know, Joe Biden is, is really in trouble as a, an incumbent president right now. Yeah, the forces that are lining up. All right, folks, more with our exclusive interview with John McLaughlin right after these messages. Folks, Field of Greens is the healthiest thing I do every day, and I want you on this journey with me. Why? It's literally one scoop a day. It tastes great. I love the fruit flavors particularly, and it's completely improved my life and my health. This is nutrition the way nature intended. When I began taking a hard look at why I wasn't feeling good and why I felt unhealthy, why I was gaining weight, why I was losing energy, it wasn't just because I had hit my 50s. No, it was because I wasn't getting the right amount 
of fruit and vegetables in my diet. And listen, it's, I'm just too busy to go to the store, clean up the vegetables, cook uh, uh, vegetable dinners, and make sure I hit the fruit. A field of greens stepped in. One scoop of powder in my drink or on my eggs in the morning, and boom, I was off and feeling better. And suddenly, I was losing weight. I was sleeping better. My metabolism went up. My blood sugar went down. My cholesterol went down. And my weight went down. And my doctor said, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it doing. You know what that is? It's Field of Greens. That's what I've been doing. Field of Greens is radically different. Each organic fruit and vegetable was medically chosen to support heart and vital organ health. I trust Field of Greens to keep me healthy. I promise you, you're going to love this product. But if for any reason you don't, they'll give you 100% money back guarantee. Now, you're going to get 15% off your first order plus free rush shipping because of the incredible partnership we have here at Just the News with Brick House Nutrition and, of course, Field of Greens. All you got to do to take advantage of this offer, visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Don't wait. Go to fieldofgreens.com today. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS for 15% off. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. I want to address something. Scott Rasmussen poll recently that we wrote about. Joe Manchin gets in the race. He takes more votes from Biden than he does from Trump or any Republican for that matter. It could be Ross Perot doing to George Bush. This would be the equivalent of what Ross Perot did to George H.W. Bush in 92, except it would be Joe Manchin doing it to Joe Biden. Is that a very real possibility? Um, It depends. I mean, people thought it was possible that Joe Manchin could switch parties, but he's a Democrat. He's not going to switch parties. Ultimately, you know, he's benefited from uh, his wife's got a job on the Appalachian Commission and certain things. And you're looking at, uh, is he going to run again in West Virginia where Trump got 69% of the vote? Probably not, right? I don't think so. But, you know, I think that, I think the Democrats are, you've seen the the reports about the no labels campaign, like they're not going to run somebody if it's going to draw votes from Joe Biden. So how independent are they really are? And then you got somebody like Cornell West, who's a socialist, an avowed socialist who made made millions of dollars through the capitalist system for his views and speeches and all that kind of stuff. But but Cornell West, if he's serious and he gets on the ballot in a whole bunch of states, I think I think Joe Biden, because he's such a weak president, uh, is going to lose votes. So, you know, it only strengthened Donald Trump because Donald Trump's base is intense. His voters want to vote and they want to vote for him. And they will learn new ways of voting. They'll vote early. They'll vote absentee. They'll, they'll, they'll be out there. Yeah. No, there's no doubt about it. And right now you see the protest vote that's going to RFK, Robert F. Kennedy. It's pretty substantial, 12 to 20 percent, depending what you what poll you look at. And, you know, Robert Kennedy brings some unusual baggage with him. There is clearly a desire on the left to find something other than Joe Biden that's larger than most Democratic presidents in the last 30, 40 years of history. I want to ask about one last thing, because I think it's a dynamic that in spite of all of the blockout and blockades in the legacy medium, 
it is clear now that Americans see that the United States government in the form of the FBI, the CIA, the Justice Department, U.S. Attorney's offices, the IRS perhaps now as well, that these agencies have put their thumb on the scale of elections. They see it, I think it was 56% in one of the polls I saw this weekend. Um, that is a remarkable development because they, most of the, like you pointed out with the Hunter Biden stuff, most people were deprived of that information for a long time. Clearly, it has now sunk in that what's going on is government putting its thumb on the electoral process and trying to tip the scale. First, how surprising is it that Americans would get that in spite of an information blockade? And two, how could it play out in the 2024 election? I think they're getting it more through social media and and unconventional media in that people that listen to your podcast, people that read just the news, people that uh, share that information. So with the restoration of Donald Trump on Facebook and Twitter and his own true social media, um, they're getting this message. So it's really important that they get that because the mainstream media, I recently saw a statistic where coverage of uh, Hunter Biden's uh, uh, you know, scandals was like at zero when Donald Trump's indictments were at 250 minutes on ABC, NBC, and CBS. So, you know, so people are getting this. I'm not sure it's drilled in yet. There's there's room to grow, but uh, but the information and the facts about the kind of Biden corruption and the policy implications. When you think about here, I mean, Donald Trump was in Detroit and Michigan in Oakland, uh, Michigan, talking about uh, the Bidens wanting to get rid of uh, fuel-driven cars and replace them with battery cars, where they're given the, you know, $9 billion in now tax credits to companies to produce batteries that China makes. I mean, it's, it's the corruption is real. And when you look at the other policy implications of what they're doing, um, I, I think it, it, it's a, it's there's a lot more room and there's a lot more information to go here before we, you know, fully can rest assured that the American public's gotten it and the clear choice they'll have between Donald Trump and Joe Biden. But uh, it's building and it's the momentum is going outside. And the bad part for Donald Trump is my guess is there's a couple more indictments coming out of the, the Biden Justice Department and uh, that that, you know, down in Georgia. And it's and it's absolutely it's ridiculous because it's so transparent that they're doing this to stop uh, to stop a, a Biden's leading political opponent. And ironically, as you, as you called me today, I happen to be in Central Europe in a former communist country where the people locally here, when they're seeing these stories, are saying that's what the communists did when they came into our country. And uh, in the United States of America right now, we have. You know, Joe Biden indicting his leading political opponent and people are people are just he's crossed the line. And, you know, if they want to make Donald Trump the Nelson Mandela of America, they may just do that. But it's 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 quite a burden uh, for Donald Trump to, to, to fight through and to get through. But he's doing it. And a lot of yeah, the majority of Americans right now are supporting him. So. So we just we just got to the election can't happen quick enough. We can't get through the primaries quick enough and we can't vote Joe Biden out quick enough. The dynamics are just so amazing. It really is unlike any other time I can remember being a political reporter since the, the mid 80s. It, I haven't seen a dynamic like this. It's really fascinating. 
John, we love the work you do. You're a must read on a daily basis. And I really appreciate all that you're doing. It's going to be very interesting. I, I get this question every, everywhere. And I just want to ask it as the parting thought. When I got in the field, everybody sees the path that they can see Donald Trump easily winning the Republican nomination. Of course, a lot of history has to play out, but a lot of people see that as a real strong possibility. A lot of people say, I don't know how he wins the general election. Your polling really shows how that happens. And I think it's the forces we just talked about. But for those who are saying, hey, I really want to vote for him, but I'm not sure he can win the general election. What's the answer that you, the Trump campaign and other experts who've studied this, what's the right answer to, for those people who are asking that question? Um, they didn't believe the polls in 2016 when there was a Hillary lock. That's a good point. And Donald Trump won. Yep. When there was a Biden blue wave, we lost by only 44,000 votes in three states. Do not believe the same polls that said in 2020, with a week to go in the election, Donald Trump was going to lose Wisconsin by 17 points. You can't believe them. They're doing it on purpose. And they're skewing the polls by not interviewing enough Republicans, not enough conservatives, not enough working class voters. And then they're, then they're publishing the polls that we can't win. But the reality is enough of these polls have gotten the message where it, right now in the real clear politics average, it's a dead heat. If it's a dead heat, Donald Trump wins in a landslide because there's a bias in these polls that they underpoll Trump voters. Because there's a bias, yeah, or oversampling of liberal voters, yeah. Or independent to liberal voters, yeah. I, this is a question that I often uh, uh, get. We, we we went through the last three elections where conservatives really didn't mount, except in some rare circumstances, like Ron Johnson in Wisconsin, some of the California, New York congressional winners in 2022. No early voting. If Republicans muster a significant early voting effort and get low propensity voters who might not otherwise show up voting in that 140 to 200,000 vote advantage that Democrats have going into Election Day is erased. That's another thing that could really change the outlook of the 2024 election, correct? Correct. But first, what we've got to do is protect voter ID, because there's still an effort going on by the Democrats to get rid of voter ID. And and in Georgia last year, the late Speaker uh, Ralston uh, passed a law to fix the Georgia laws where you know, they were going to, you need a voter ID for absentees, and they kept absentees. You need a voter ID to vote in person. And, you know, they kept all those things, and they got rid of the drop, drop boxes. The drop boxes became secure. And guess what? You had higher turnout, and the statewide tickets won. They lost the Senate race, but it was close. But, 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 but on the other hand, well, we've got to watch out for it. The Democrats are still trying to change the rules, and they should be seen Anytime they want to get rid of voter ID, they should they, they'll scream race like they did in Georgia. They'll move the major league baseball game, but the you know in the process the all star game. Remember that? I sure remember. Yeah. But but and and but the reality of it is, as long as you have voter ID, the Republicans should feel comfortable. They should come back out. But we've got to really. You now have millions of of illegal immigrants in the country, and guess what they do in a lot of states. They automatically enroll voters who are on food stamps, who are on welfare, and they have to decline. In New York State, you have to decline that you're not a voter. So, and New York State has no voter ID. And Hochul's trying to do no excuse absentees again. And two years ago, we beat them in a statewide referendum. The New York State Conservative Party beat them. And it wasn't even close. It was like 56 to 44 that we beat them on that. We beat them on same-day registration. 
It's, we got to protect the integrity of the ballot that you really need voter ID. You really can beat them. And by the way, the, the Republicans in Nassau County took over everything because they they beat the Democrats in absentees, early voter early voting, and then they pounded them on Election Day. Our voters want to vote, but they want honest elections. And we should never yield on the Democrats to any effort to get rid of voter ID, to uh, play a game where they're going to have, you know, these un, uh, absentee ballots without excuses, where you have total mail-in ballots, and you just don't know where they're coming from. Um, it's, it's, it's making the United States a, a joke in the eyes of democracies around the world, where most democracies, you have one-day elections, you have to vote in person, and you have to show voter ID. And, uh, you know, they, they know a lot of these countries know what happens because they see it in China and the other dictatorships. I mean, in Russia right now, they don't do political polling in China, by the way. <laughs> they tell you what the polls say. So, so, uh, so we have to fight for it. We have to defend that. And I think that's really, really important. I think Republicans, you know, uh, and by the way, Democrats and independents will agree with us. They will, they'll be comfortable voting early. They'll be comfortable voting absentee, but they want to know, um, they want to know that their ballot's protected. Easy's okay as long as it's safe. And that's what the polling is showing now. And you've been on top of this for a couple of years. I do think that Democrats aren't ready for a large Republican get out the vote operation that focuses on low propensity early voters. I think that's going to be, we're going to wake up in 2025 and say, boy, that had a big impact. But we'll have to see. You're right. Getting these security issues resolved is the most important thing first. One last one that comes up a lot. This is the Democrats' new favorite thing. Ranked choice voting, not a good idea, right? No. And that's that's a shell game. That's that's The, the reason they started doing that is because uh, what's, what's more likely to happen is uh, the, the liberals, like you saw it in Alaska last year, we've seen it in, in races like the New York primary race. Uh, Eric Adams, who I don't consider a moderate, but some people do. He survived it. But you had these, you know, uh, defund the police liberals come very close to beating him in the Democrat primary. And, uh, I, you know, you vote, you vote once, you should preserve the integrity of that. And these efforts to play games with democracy um, confuse voters. They, you, you can't rank choice voting. You can't declare the winner on election night. It could it could drag on for weeks, and you know it's it, they're making it more complex, and, and and it's less honest. So you know let's just let's just you know vote for if you want to have a runoff, have a runoff. If you want to have a threshold that so many candidates, somebody has to score over fifty percent. That's fine, but but it's a shell game with with this ranked choice voting where the liberals want to do this so that they can you know one liberal candidate can help the other et cetera and it's you know it's, it's just confusing to a lot of voters. We've had a scenario in Alaska where the person who was the top vote getter didn't win. It's just a, it's just extraordinary. And that was the point. That's the point. That's why they're doing it. John, it's always a great honor to have you on. Your work is uh, unparalleled in the profession, and people will look back. Every time we look back a few years later, say, what did John McGoffin say a couple years ago? Well, he was right. Oh, he was right. He was right. And I have a funny feeling you're going to be right again in 2025. Great to have you on the show today. Uh, keep, keep, getting the, keep getting the truth out, and the voters will hopefully uh, see the light. So uh, there's a lot to report on today. This is, these are, you know, it's a cliche, but it's true. This is the most important election we're going to see in our lifetime. And uh, with the with the facts out there in an honest election, 
uh, we're going to win. And uh, we just have a long way to go. You can trust the American people to make up their mind. There's so many in my profession that are afraid to let the American people make up their mind. So they color the facts or hijack the facts or hide things. Trusting the American people to be smart enough to know what to do with the facts has always been the premise of my reporting. And I suspect in 2024, they're going to get a lot more facts that they may have been deprived of in 2020. That'll be an exciting thing. John, great to have you on, my friend. Thank you, John. Keep up the great work. I will. You as well, sir. Thank you so much. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. Hey, before we go, just a quick moment to welcome a new member of our family, a new sponsor, a new partner. AMAC, with well over 2 million freedom-loving members, is a voice for conservatives that cannot be ignored. Not only do we get incredible advocacy, but you get exclusive discounts and savings when you become an AMAC member, the Association of Mature American citizens. So they've actually been with us for a few months. They continue to create all sorts of new opportunities for listeners of John Solomon Reports, of readers and viewers of Just the News and Just the News No Noise. They are so important. You've heard Rebecca on the show. You've heard Bobby Charles on the show. You've heard Andy Mangione on the show. These are folks that bring big impact to the public square in dialogue and news and opportunities to get civically involved, join the grassroots army at AMAC Action. And listen, you can get started and get a five-year membership like I did. If you go to amac.us, amac.us slash just news, start there. You'll get a discount on a five-year membership. And I'm telling you, I have firsthand proof of this. Your AMAC membership will save you all sorts of money on hotels, on car rentals, on car insurance, on other insurance. They'll help you find great Medicare products if you're getting to that point in your life. Uh, it is an incredible opportunity. Go to amac.us slash just news to get started there today. Tell them I sent you. Let them know how much you appreciate their support of Just the News, John Solomon reports, and Just the News, No Noise, the television show on Real America's Voice. All right, folks, we're going to wrap up for the day. We'll be back tomorrow with another edition of John Solomon reports, the podcast from Just the News. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out. Higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation, and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold, and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it, with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friend, who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group. Text Just News to 989898 98 98 right now.